0: It's midnight on Tuesday February the 6th and I'm in a deep sleep after spending the day in Derby looking at HMOs and having dinner with my friend Dave and his friend Sean, when suddenly I hear a commotion at the front door of the 4 bed semi that we've been operating as serviced accommodation since April 2023. We'd bought the property under auction conditions the previous November, we'd replaced the kitchen, split the bathroom in two and added an extra toilet put fire doors throughout to make it nice and safe for guests and converted one of the downstairs reception rooms into a fourth bedroom at the front of the property, which is where I'm rudely awoken from my slumber. I get up to see what all the noise is about and there's a bunch of people outside. They look pretty young, early twenties probably, and it's difficult to say how many of them there are. I later find out there's nine of them. What are you doing? I say to them. What are you doing? They say. We've booked this place on Booking.com. Well, you haven't, because I've booked it, I reply. Show us your Booking.com receipt, one of them says. Another one wants to see proof of my identity. I tell them my name and then explain to them that actually I'm the owner and that I booked it directly with the management agency. They don't believe me and ask me to prove it. It's going to be a long night. You're listening to Expat Property Story, a podcast in which I share my story to smooth the way for you to have your own Expat Property Story. Hello there. This is episode 135, the fifth diary entry from my UK property tour, but it's from the same day as yesterday's episode. I'm still half asleep, but I go and get my mobile phone and show my unexpected guests confirmation of my booking. My management company used Slack to communicate with me and I can see a record of everyone who's booked. As I scroll down the page looking for my booking, one of them points out that their booking is on there too. I ask them where they're from. It turns out that they work for a charity and they've come all the way down from Newcastle. It's a freezing February night. Snow is forecast for the following day. So I say that as the owner of the property, I'm really sorry that this has happened and that I'm happy to share the house with them because there's three more bedrooms upstairs. I ask them how many there are, and one of them blurts out nine. I say that they're not supposed to book this house for that many people, but that I'll ignore it this time. And another one hastily says that only half of them were staying here, and the others are booked into a hotel. I phone my agency, but no one answers. It goes to voicemail saying all their operators are busy, and to leave a message and someone will get back to me. I give them an account of what's happening and wait for them to call back. Ten minutes go by and then three of the guests come back. Two of them I haven't seen before and they're saying that they've phoned Booking.com and that my name doesn't match what Booking.com is saying. One of them doesn't have a friendly vibe at all and he's now starting to behave a little bit too aggressively for my liking. He's asking me to prove that I own the house. I answer that I don't have the deeds to the house to hand and I feel I'm being as generous as I can in the circumstances by offering to share the accommodation. I explain to them that I don't have to let them in at all but that as the owner of the property I feel a duty of care towards my guests and as such I'm happy to share the accommodation with them as I'll be leaving early in the morning and I don't want to leave them with nowhere to stay at midnight on a freezing cold night 200 miles from home. Alternatively, I tell them that if they don't want to stay they can book into a hotel and I'll arrange for my management agency to pay for their accommodation. They can't. They say they've tried to book somewhere else, but that everything is booked up. But now the aggressive one is threatening to phone the police. I point out to them that I'm not forcing them to come in and that they're free to stay or go as they see fit, although I point out that I'm reconsidering my offer in the light of the aggressive one's attitude. They say they'll think about it and go back to their cars. I phone the agency again. No reply. About a quarter of an hour later, three of the guests come back and tell me that booking.com have now confirmed that I am in fact the owner. I repeat that they're welcome to stay the night, but they tell me that one of the guests is only on their second day working for the company and is a little bit freaked out by the whole situation. The aggressive one suggests that I might attack them in the middle of the night. My daughter later quips that they obviously don't know me. She's not testifying to my good nature as much as my lack of manliness. The nicest one says thanks but no thanks to my offer but we shake hands they go back to their cars and I go back to bed. About 20 minutes later as I'm trying to get back to sleep my phone rings and it's my agency. They tell me that they're sorry for the mix-up and that they've found alternative accommodation for the other guests. I tell them that I'm not at all happy about the situation but that it's too late at night to go into it all now. Now I'm the kind of person that struggles to get back to sleep if I wake up after initially dropping off, so I'm half awake and half asleep when I hear a gentle tapping at the front door, which is right beside the downstairs bedroom which I've chosen to sleep in. This is really weird because I should have heard footsteps coming down the path. I'm trying to work out what or who it could be. Have the guests come back? Is it my imagination playing tricks on me? I don't want to pull back the curtains to see who it is, so I listen carefully. Nothing. I decide to go upstairs and look out the window in one of the bedrooms at the front of the house. So I climb the stairs as quietly as I can in the darkness and open the door to the master bedroom and creep towards the window, trying really carefully not to be seen. And as I'm craning my neck to see who's tapping at the door of my SA house in Nottingham at one o'clock in the morning, I have a light bulb moment. It's time to change managing agent. Now this managing agency came recommended by someone I know and I met the owner of the agency more than once. I like the owner. I get on well with him. But the truth is his agency has got too big. They have too many properties. When I tried to look for our property recently, I had to scroll through 17 pages on their website to find it. Not all of these properties are in Nottingham, but a fair proportion are. And so I'm fighting with all these other owners to get direct bookings. And the truth is that as I write this, in the nine or 10 months our essay has been up and running, we've only had one direct booking. So it's time for a change. But I'm getting ahead of myself. You want to know who's tapping quietly, suspiciously, eerily even at the front door. I look out the window and see a police car. I'm relieved and head downstairs to open the door and tell them what's going on. I'm going to explain everything to them, and they'll say no problem, apologise for disturbing me, and be on their way. But by the time I get downstairs, and open the door, the police have gone. I go back to bed again. I have a long day ahead, meeting more people in Derby, before hiring a car to head up to Manchester, to a networking event, and then on to Preston, to be the first ever guest in our second essay. So I really need to sleep. And as I'm drifting off, I think about the importance of a good managing agent in property. A few weeks ago, in episode 127, we ran through 10 ways to reverse engineer your property story. Number six was having a good managing agent. You can have the best business model tailored to your goals with the best refurb and the best design. But if your managing agency is not up to the task, then it's all for nothing, especially in serviced accommodation where reviews are everything. I'm not looking forward to looking at the review left by the guests who called the police on me. But that's a story that'll have to wait for another day. You've been listening to Expat Property Story